Hey everyone, it's Zach. Thanks for tuning in to another one of our Tales from Hyperborea. Join us this week as our adventurers continue along on their way up the Diamond Desert, still seeking out the fabled Emir's Serpent. everyone, my name is Jimmy, and I will be playing Sigurd Solvason, the Viking Runegraver. Hey, my name is Jonathan. I'm playing Fraki Ivendersen, the Viking Skald. My name is James Upton. I'm playing Jakob Colson, a Viking magician. This is Hawker, and stop bothering me! And hey everyone, it's Zach, and I'll be a referee for this and hopefully many more Tales from Hyperborea. All right, so what happened last time? You're recording, right? I am recording. Okay. Double check. But I will double check. <laughs> check, check. James is recording in Wisconsin, I think. James is recording live from Wisconsin. All right, live from the shed. Uh, yeah. So I believe we... Where did our weary travelers end up last time? I passed out. Further so. down the River Aeolus. Mm, that's right. So you've seen sort of three, three potential vacation spots. Uh, you have this sort of it's uh, like we're on a timeshare tour. <laughs> <laughs> and to your left, you see a fantastic cactus field. You've heard there might be some bees nearby. Um, to your east, I you definitely have, uh, saw bees. Definitely saw bees. Yeah, definitely bees. Definitely bees. Uh, but this red, beautiful cactus fruit, flowers, things like that. About six or seven miles to the west of the river. To the uh, east of the river, you've seen this gleaming white marble dome. You started to head that direction. Something was off. It didn't seem to be, you know, after going about a mile, you realized you're only about one-seventh of the way there when you figured you sort of should have been about half the way there. Kind of using the oasis as your reference point. The oasis, uh, you've noticed these hyena men. One party of which happened upon your party. There were members of the party that showed off uh, new skills as uh, they leveled up. Um, some of them uh, demonstrated these skills multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> much to... Yeah, poor uh, judgment, perhaps? Much to the chagrin of their uh, comrades because oh. Sigurd is very capable of taking down an asp and didn't need you to put us in danger <laughs> like that. <laughs> Could have been more than one asp. But there was only one. That we know of. I suppose uh, your Can't demonic seeker uh, could have found more snakes that were nowhere near us, but nonetheless they, they could have killed. And, and for that, the desert thanks you. <laughs> Yes, we've met a new, uh, new little small furry, hound-like friend. I believe his name is um, Charles. Charles, the first. <laughs> Who's Charles? <laughs> the the, the seeker demon. demon. <laughs> oh, nice. So he's a he's a pet now. Wow, it's Charles, master or not. Charles seems like the type of person to or, or type of entity. Uh, to turn on us at a moment's notice. So it's, it's not like man's best friend, you know, over here. Gotcha. <laughs> Out of character. Sigurd, like, uh, prob- Sig- Sigurd only senses that um, there's some amount of danger. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that know. thing seems dangerous. <laughs> but how much? Well, we'll have to find out Dan- this week. Danger- <laughs> danger is his middle name. Oh. Charles Danger. Charles D. Damon. Charles D. Damon. <laughs> <laughs> and like we that. ended the session sleeping for the night um, to continue on the next yep. day. 
That's right. May I roll to recover hit points? Uh, I believe you can, yes. So in ASSH, you actually roll your hit dice if you have sort of a good night's sleep. Um, and you recover that many uh, hit dice. So if you're, if you're like D8 hit points per level, you would kind of roll a D8, like a potential rune graver we have over here. Rune graver is a D8. Mm-hmm. I rolled a three. I was down three hit points, though, oh. so this is perfect. That's I am now be. at my full health of 20 hit points. Nice. Anybody else damaged? I don't think so. Yeah, nobody really gets uh, into combat. No, no. Demons we, at thing. It's just yeah. me tanking. <laughs> um, yeah. Hawker's fully uh, healthed up, right? I don't think any... Fully healthed up, as they say. As far as the hit points are concerned, fully fully healthed up. Yeah, only as far as the hit points. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> quite unhealthy. <laughs> and then uh, Fracky, also uh, decent shape. Fully charged. Yeah. All right. <coughs> you wake. You actually uh, you do manage to have a pretty good night's sleep. Uh, I think... It's a little unclear uh, after the sort of demonic incursion on a hyena man tribe that was backing away from you anyway, completely innocent to such things. Uh, Hyena man, just, you know, just traveling party, not doing anything suspicious in the least. Uh, Didn't they literally say, give us all your stuff? That's point of conjecture. They they did (laughs) threaten us, but um, then I became big, I remember. Um, That's right. And you started. They started like, okay, we're backing off, backing off. And then Charles. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Charles took care of it. Charles. <laughs> cool. Charles in charge. There, there was an attempted nice. intimidation that then went um, a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> intimidation. Um. Yeah. But you guys, uh, what actually wakes you up this morning? As the donkeys and everything's are, you know, you're literally awoken by this sort of. This little bit of sand just gets in your face, even though you're in these tents, like the flaps are just kind of tussled open as you awake to a very strong, breezy morning. So strong, in fact, that it's you seem as you're kind of getting ready in the morning some of the uh, the temperature has drastically dropped even more. So it would have been nor- like normally like a 30-degree day. feels like about 15 degrees with the wind chill. Some of the water on your donkeys has even frozen uh, this morning as, as the temperatures have really plummeted uh, through the night. Still rain um, sand. Rain sand? Yeah, it's, it's kind of just swirling still, all over the place. But rain's hand, the f- fourth month. I'm sorry. It is the, yes, it is the 10th year. We're playing year five... Uh, 82, fourth month, rain's hand. And today is the fifth day. If you're tracking that sort of thing, you know that Phobos tonight will be in its uh, sort of first half um, moonlight. So you think there'll be some moonlight later tonight if uh, you happen to find yourselves outside. Uh, but the, the morning is a very cloudy morning. The, the sand is just... <laughs> kind of pelting your tents as you get up and not enough to like physically hurt you or you know be a sign of an impending sandstorm that you've heard about in your uh, travels and sort of preparation for coming here in the first place but it is pretty pretty damn annoying and for this uh, mechanically anything that would be flying today would actually have a half uh, the movement reduced by half uh, if you're going against the wind so we're going to kind of, it'll be a little swirling today, so it just depends on uh, the time. And any missiles that might be firing through the air, uh, Tomahawk missiles or uh, cruise missiles, we have a minus two to hit for today, <laughs> uh, including arrows, crossbow bolts, what? things like that. We'll have a minus two for the entire day if you're firing missiles outside. Mm. Cool. Well, that doesn't seem fair. Oh, God. You know, Vol and, you know, Q&T, and you guys kind of help everybody just uh, get set up on the donkeys, and, you know, everybody kind of pulls up some additional cloths over your face uh, as they get together. But um, Vol does provide some fire and heats up uh, a pod in the morning and, and kind of heats up uh, two sort of saddlebag skins worth of your water. And it seems like you'll have at least one donkey's worth of water for the day. So nothing, nothing crazy, nothing you haven't really experienced before in Hyperborea, water freezing at times, but... Just a little annoying. Um, 
as this wind pelts your face. Uh, you guys have any uh, any plans for the morning before you guys sort of set off? Vol, um, how uh, much further up the river do you think we need to go? Um, j- just a few miles, I think. Uh, we should probably get there by uh, later, later this afternoon today, I think. Probably by this afternoon. Okay. If my calculations are correct, and they usually are. Right, Jocko? Ja. Excellent. Shall we... Anything else? Uh, I think this is quite... Uh, it's quite a little, little windy today. I think we should uh, make haste. Nothing too much to do here. If we could get to um, the actual source of what you're looking for, perhaps we can get out of this sandstorm. Sounds good. So so that, that, that demon just stays forever? Nope. No, it, it's been gone. He comes and goes. Cool. I've, he only lasts like a minute and nothing goes bad. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> Yo, this is not a good idea. Shall we um, make our way up the, the river? So as uh, one last uh, one last treat is Yokel. I mean, <laughs> damn it, as Vol. As Vol wishes, uh, all right, like we did yesterday morning, I think it gave us good luck for the day. Little lemon spritzer of the morning. And if someone wants to roll a d20, I'd love to do a uh, quick wandering whiskey to set us off. Well, I rolled a natural one. Oh, a one? A natty one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's the... Is uh, that even whiskey? I know, I know. <laughs> Doer's white label? I guess. I've got Dr. Pepper <laughs> right here. Doers. I have it. Chaser, I chasers. <laughs> I mean, we have to do it. Right? We have to do it. It seems... Well, it's... We defeat the purpose of having a table if we... That's just how the dice rules. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> so not used. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could just take it off the list. <laughs> this may be the last uh, Doer's White Label. We'll see how it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mix it with some Are you soda. suggesting that we're going to finish that, Zach? That's a little much. We might have a second Wandering Whiskey encounter. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Jonathan. Just take a little. Just a little. Right, this one, we can shoot it if you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> just we'll have, we'll have just pour it straight into the Dr. Pepper can. Oh, that's yeah. that's good call. That's good call. So what you clean Doesn't your paints with? Right? I know. <laughs> it's like on the model table. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's so to I help think, me no, convert. I mean, for the record, for the I, record. I, I think nothing against Doer's White Label. It's great. Classic. Right? They want to sponsor us? Looking I, for sponsors. You're right. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you don't have anything against Yeah. <laughs> I think if you roll a one, you should get a penalty. And we yeah. do. <laughs> I know. No, it's fine. No. All right. Well, Ajoko gives you this lemon spritzer with a little dash of something for the for your troubles. Fire. Q, wait, Q. Q and T don't need one. No, they don't. Okay. They're good. Somebody's got to stay at alert. What, what is it? What does it say? We say. I will try off? again. Fire. Blood. Steel. It's the stuff of heroes. heroes. Skull. Skull. Just James, virtual cheers. Came prepared tonight. Got my 100 proof knob, small batch. Ah, cool. Yeah, you know, rub it in or anything. <laughs> little bourbon, little bourbon. Not, not even scotch. No, we rolled a one. You're not allowed to drink it. And you've got to. Them's the rules. Go, yeah, go back to the camera. Critical fail. <laughs> Dust you got to roll an item <laughs> saving throw <laughs> on that <laughs> on that small batch bottle. <laughs> you know, I think it's still good. I think I'm. It's not great, but I think it's still good. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's just. Um, I mean, if you ever wondered what your whiskey, if you ever wondered what your like your whiskey was like before it aged and got character. Doer's <laughs> 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 White Label. <laughs> but still, we we love Doer's White Label. I always wonder what my whiskey was like as a child. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Right. All right. Lemon Spritz is a little, little sandy today, I think. A little sandy. And Vola kind of leads you off on the donkeys. Uh, anybody else uh, deciding to ride the other one? So we sold that free one that was a uh, lumped, lumped yokel for a while. His uh, hawker recovered from his. Hawker, yeah. uh, yes, he wakes up, kind of, dis- you know, 
essentially just a little bit of extra headache, hangover, like like in the past. They're getting easier over time as you continue to have more and more mushrooms. Hmm. The next one probably won't be so bad. But the hangover is still present and just, just, a, little, just a little shaky. Nothing crazy, but pretty annoying. It's, kind of, it's just sunny, you know. It's, excuse me, it's cloudy. So it's actually not too bad. Sorry, I said cloudy at the beginning of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the, the, the wind is just a little... Uh, just kind of, you know, the sand is just kind of annoying. Just like gnats biting your ankle. Uh, things like that. But yeah, you guys, uh, you pretty much head out. And so at this point, you know, you were sort of in this little um, uh, curvy part of the River Aeolus, kind of due west of that oasis where you saw the hyena man come from the previous time. But nobody, nobody came out here last night. Let's see. Um, I'll send Grimmer up. All right. <laughs> Just up high, right above you. Yeah. I mean, as, as, mu- as long as it's not dangerous. I mean, he's fly, All right. he can fly as fast as we can walk. Oh, yeah, that's true. Even at half. Even at half, yeah. So just, just for reference, as of right now, in the first sort of the first mile, the wind is blowing. Let's see, one, two, three. So north is going to be a one. One, two, three, four, five. It's coming from the northwest towards you. So it's a little bit against you right now as you're uh, kind of heading heading around this bend toward the, just continuing north uh, into the mainland, uh, further away from where you started. Uh, your first first miles just a little harder today with the uh, with the wind and just kind of buffeting the team and but nothing seems to happen in the first mile. Second mile, wind is blowing to the actually due at you, so it's a little hard for Grimmer. Kind of maybe comes down on your shoulder for this part. It's just you're literally walking right into the wind. You're just a little bit slowed as you continue on, um, but otherwise an uneventful next mile. In your the um the heat of you know the the sandstorm and and what I presume is somewhat not as great visibility as we've been having. Um, Sigurd is is just actually keeping in his hand, kind of uh, near his waist, near the um, the pouch it's in, uh, the rune of enlargement, just kind of like anxiously fumbling with it. The rune of enlargement, cool. yeah, just, just kind of like. Constantly. Yeah, just kind of like more anxious in the the sandstorm and um, anxious to kind of reach the the destination. Sigurd, mm-hmm. have you ever remembered anything more about like anything? Uh, not since we've um, uh, gotten into the desert. I, there's, I've got. Bits and pieces. Um, uh, some. I, I I think I was some sort of mercenary uh, at at some point. I, I have I have these memories of of doing not that different of, of jobs than what I'm doing right now. Um, hired by people to go to dangerous places and fetch something. Um, yeah, I, I. So you're in your I, element. I suppose. Um, some memories I have. I, uh, I. I could use more of these these runes that are in this pouch. Um, but I. Uh, I've been playing around with it, and and I. Um, I don't know. I. I don't. I don't seem to have some of the uh, uh, abilities that I had in in my memory. Um, and I, I don't know why. So you, you can see that you have runes, and you just don't know what they do. Uh, right. Um, the 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 two that I, I um I I can use. Uh, it's there. There's an incantation that goes with the um uh uh. The rune, and 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 so if I, um, if I put blood on the rune and, and say the incantation, the the magic is activated. Um, but uh, some of these runes, I I don't know what the incantation is. Hmm. Um, it's it's as much lost from my memory as broadly who I I was. Um, hmm. Yeah. 
right, as, uh, as you guys are kind of chatting about things, Vol all of a sudden goes, his, his little divining rod that he's been using for a while, he's like, oh, I, um, that's a little weird, I think. Oh, it's definitely this, this way, yes, it's this way to the north. And then as soon as he says that, oh, look, oh, look at that, what is that? Kind of looks, looks about maybe, um, uh, you know, 90 feet away from you or so, in, you see a little tussle of sand, like kind of rolling, you know, rolling down at these dunes. And then all of a sudden, these these two little sort of like armadillo-type looking creatures, four feet long, they're like rolling on top of each other. Almost, are they, are they like playing? They're kind of, you see this little like ball of sand rolling down a sand dune. And then they kind of uh, come down and, you know, you see them almost kind of like, you know, just messing with each other. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yoko, that's kind of cute. Look, look. And then you see the, as you guys kind of look and focus, you know, 90 feet away or so from your party. Then they they have these little, uh, each armadillo kind of backs up for a second, and then these they have these like two, maybe like three foot long curving little antennae, cilia type things that kind of come out from their heads, and they just kind of just start to look towards you and kind of start to pitter patter and just kind of walk towards your your group slowly, as these feelers kind of almost like hone in on your group and start to like uh, investigate. They kind of slowly move toward the group. Uh, does does anybody know what what these are? Do I know what they are? Draw intelligence. Do I recognize them? <laughs> you might. Everybody can roll intelligence if you'd like. Oh, I would. Vol Harry, as well. Harry and Sally. Seven under thirteen. I rolled a four uh, wow. under uh, an eight. Twelve under seventeen. Yeah. James twelve under under seven. something under yeah. No, yeah, James. Well, everybody at the same time is like, oh look at those little armadillo. And then you see the feelers, and you're like, oh, shit, those are rust monsters. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're, they're just, you know, they're not attacking you at the moment. Vol's kind of like, um, oh, oh, uh, I think we should, let's, um, let's, uh, let's just walk around this one, I think. Let's just, just take, take the donkeys a uh, little to the, to the more to the west. I draw and load my crossbow as a precaution. Okay. They just slowly, they're going to. We, we should be careful. They, they're ahead of us. They're like ninety feet ahead of you, kind of in the river. They basically sort of fell down this dune, like in into the, the middle of the river. To go. Yeah, they're they're right in your uh, in your path. Let's go to the west. We just avoid the. Uh, we just be, uh, kind of curve around. I think, Yoko, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, we should keep our metal away from these monsters. Some of us are wearing <laughs> metal armor, so maybe it would be best if we didn't make contact with them. I. I agree. Let's go around. Okay. So you guys, you guys just start to, to kind of maneuver the donkeys uh, west, and you guys are your fastest movement is a thirty, right? Or sorry, your your group movement is a thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they kind of, they kind of, they're they're gonna just kind of follow you slowly, and <laughs> it looked like we're gonna get get around them. Uh, as of right now, they're they're not like running at you or anything, but they're just kind of keeping up with you and generally following you. I so as we, I mean, we were heading north, and you're kind of going they, to the we're west. We're going like yeah. this, and we start going that way. Yep. They start going that way too. Exactly. Kinda can we actually intercept. get around? Well, you keep trying. Do you want to just keep How going? far away are they? Uh, now I'll say they're like uh, seventy feet away. Uh, and minus two on missiles. Yep. But no reduction in range. Correct. <sighs> how, how how far? Seventy feet right now. Jeez, that's like short range for everything. <laughs> outside. outside. You gonna keep? Uh, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna have Tawawi start firing arrows at them. Okay. All right. Feel free. you want to do it right now? Let's go yeah. ahead. Yeah. You got you spread. They're, they're not a. Uh, they're not running or at you or anything yet. Sure. You can get a free uh, free round. Tawawi. You said so use the the silver arrows. No. The silver ones? If they um no no the regular ones yeah okay do we th- are so these creatures uh, oxidized though are they vulnerable to silver oh hawker how wise Vol, Vol says oh hawker how wise oh, sorry what did you uh Frankie, what did you say are they vulnerable to silver yeah uh you can roll your uh, folklore and tell let's make your roll intelligence real quick. 10 under 13. That's right. pass. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, you realize that, no, they're not vulnerable. Nothing would really do anything different. But, yeah, you're, sure. it's a good... Uh, you think, actually, the silver probably is still metal. 
So your experience would know that the silver would basically have the same chance as iron in this particular situation. Yeah. And even if he misses, maybe they'll distract them with something metal. <laughs> mm, that's a 10. 10. What's a... T- is probably fighting uh, plus one. two. So, yeah, fighting body one. 12. 12 is a... Whoop, it just kind of lands right in the sand right in front of him. It's short, short range is flat, right? It's just flat, yeah. yeah. I see. Oh, sorry. Oh, was that included the minus two for the wind? No. So 10. So 10. Yeah, just... You kind of see the arrow just falls in the sand right before them. Right before them. I mean, like, you know. Good. No, before them is what we want. Before them. Yes, Good. it does before them. I did say that. Yep. Damn it. <laughs> Perhaps they will be If they fire, I fire as well. When I, when I see the wall, we fire. Okay. I fire as well. All right. Go ahead. That's a 12. Plus one is 13. What's minus two. Minus two is 11. Is 11. What's your fighting ability? Uh, One. Okay, and yeah. uh, that is um, past my sh- first range increment. So it's in my medium range. No, it's yards oh. outside. Hmm? Oh, it's actually yards. It's yeah, yards, so you'd be yards. Oh, no, then it's yeah. in my first range. Yep, yeah, because you can like really arc in the wind and stuff. Okay, yeah. But <laughs> that one seems to go far and just completely miss entirely. So uh, at this point, actually, yeah, they go, that arrow sticks in the sand, and you see both their antennae, and it kind of, and they kind of start fighting over each other and kind of dive into the sand for a second. And for maybe like thirty seconds, they're distracted. Is there an option uh, to like double move outdoors? Yeah, you guys can like run, like pick it up. Yeah, sure. Herd. Can we Herd. can we pick up move the pace with the with donkeys? all the donkeys? Yeah, you want to like smack their heels and yeah, whatever the uh, Vulcan, mechanic, yeah, Vulcan whatever the mechanic that. is for like yeah, you can double move everything and sort of train for everything. Yeah, yeah. roll a um, exhaustion or whatever it would be. Yeah, so you guys roll a. Let's see. I just remember Vol says, that's a good idea. I think we go. Good good distraction, Twawi. Uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty. All right. So, yeah, donkeys just pick it up and just start, start trotting as much as they can in the sand. And, yeah, you guys kind of hop, double move, and gain some ground. So, for the next, uh, let's see. How, how much could you go? So, 30 seconds would be five rounds. How, how far could you guys go in five rounds to double move? Pretty far. 40 or 30 times, so it'd be 60 times five, 300 feet. That's about 100 yards away, mm-hmm. approximately. Well, it's 300 yards outside. Uh, you're right. Yep. But then they can move, like, f- all right, uh, some <laughs> amount of <laughs> distance. So 300 yards. Uh, the wind is still... Vol. Oh, the wind's um, with you this this direction, so... Vol, do you have any more of those those um, knot strings um, still, or are you completely depleted of this? The, uh, the, knot, uh, the knot strings are only good for the sailing ship. But Why it does it? it does change the uh, the wind, right? Um, he kind of thinks about it for a second, and he's he's a little unsure if using it. Uh, actually, does he even have it? Let's see. Um, he does see have it on you because, of course, he's volunteering. He keeps all his magic items close to the side, but he's he's not sure if. Uh, usually, it has to be sort of uh, attuned to a sail or like used for a sail to push it. He's not really sure if uh, he could direct the wind with full certainty at this point. Without a sail to push towards, well, I'm if, the if um, given the the way that the the sandstorm is affecting our ability to see, it may not be a bad idea to have something like that, just to try to quickly obscure ourselves in the sandstorm if we need to get away quickly from something. Maybe it doesn't work. I'm not really sure how it works, but I just seeing you use it on the boat and, and the wind picking up, maybe it could help. Um, Sigurd, so roll a uh, reaction adjustment. Or, or a, uh, yeah, like a reaction check. So 2d6 plus, plus or minus your charisma bonus. That's what you get right now. Higher would just, like higher would be like a more favorable outcome, theoretically. So yeah. I, I rolled an 11, uh, but I have a minus one to my reaction adjustment, so that's oh, a total 10. of 10. That's pretty good. He's, he kind of goes... Um, I don't know. I have never. That's maybe a good idea. Should I? Should I like use the wind at, at the pointed at the, the monsters? I um. Should, I don't I, know I if don't we need to do it right now. I was just thinking that, um, you know, we've got a, a little bit ahead of them, but uh, if at any point we can actually direct the sandstorm both to obs- obscure ourselves and and to blow against something that might be chasing us, maybe, maybe it could help. He, he sort. He sort of like takes it out for a second, and as he's kind of like twiddling the knot strings he, he kind of you, you see him thinking very in depth for a, like a another 30 seconds and he's like oh wait no no this um 
No, I I, I just remembered this, this 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 won't um I don't believe this this will work, um because it does fully need a sail to sort of have a counter magic as part of the spell. Um, there's no sail here at this point uh, unless we put it on a donkey or something that could maybe be obstructed as a sail. He kind of thinks, and uh, I, I don't think it's actually working right now. But I think we should just keep moving, keep moving quickly, um, and we'll see what happens. And as you guys kind of just double move, trot away, I think the arrow was distraction enough, and you don't see as you guys crest a dune, uh, kind of to the west, um, you don't seem to see the rust monsters. They seem to be distracted by uh, the arrow in the sand for this point, and you sort of evaded them. You know, you're at least, you know, 300 at this point, 400, 500 yards away, as far as you can tell. Pick it back up. Well done, to lovely. It's good. I, I meant to exactly hit right in front like that. Did you know? I meant to hit it right in front of yeah, the ground. Yeah, was I a very, very good shot. Yes. You did exactly what you needed to do. Thanks. Thank you, Yoko. Um, okay. Full says, yeah, very good. Very good, I think. Let's keep moving to the north. The next, uh, the next mile, you kind of get to the, the top of the... Well, sorry, I have a reveal on roll 20 here at the moment. The wind is, uh, again, pushing right at you. It's just slow, it's just really slowing you a little bit more than uh, you would have expected. It kind of takes you, you know, another few hours. You're kind of like at noon at this point. In the mi- you're kind of in the middle of the day. It's taking you a, a little longer to get uh, uh, sort of these four miles to this particular point than you would have been originally anticipated just because this wind's in your face. Um, but otherwise, oh, this uh, pretty clear, uh, clear mile here. So I'm going to reveal a little more area on the map. I can find my reveal tool. I believe it is it's right. It's right over here somewhere. I think it's got to be close. Must be very, very close. I think... Uh, can I reveal to the side? Again, you guys can... It's still cloudy, but it's pretty good visibility today. Um, as you guys kind of head north on the map, I'll show this on screen here. Um, you guys get to a sort of a, a bigger river craggy area and kind of the, the, the slope is sort of gets even deeper. Like you're almost now in this valley of uh, the River Aeolus as it seems very clearly formed, even with the sand dunes and things around you. And kind of off to your right, uh, just looking north, kind of just northeast of you a little bit, you see up on, uh, up on a hill some, some rocky mounds, like uh, some sheer, almost like a cliff face, kind of comes up a little bit and sticking out of the sand dune, you see a very small, dark passageway. Maybe maybe five feet tall, three feet wide. And actually, I'll, uh, everybody roll intelligence again real quick. Five under 13. Pretty good. 14 over 8. Fail. Okay. 11. Pass. Okay. Pass. Pass. Okay. So, those of you who pass, Vol does not... Vol is just sort of into this divining rod all day and just staring and just we got I think we're getting I just I know I know we're getting so close I just can't wait ah, this is so good I think I must be must be close now it must be close I feel like I remember somehow I remember this this from before I think yes somewhere in this area yes and then up on the up on the top all the guys who passed your intelligence you see this sort of like brown skin squat again a hook nose like bleached black uh, sorry like a like brown leathery skin man just in these tattered clothes come out of this little cave door kind of look at your party and go back into the cave <laughs> Vol, did you say that you've been here before what, what do you mean no 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 i know this is where yes like i feel like i've been here uh, like where like i know where to go i've just, the rod tells me look it's, it's great we're going this way let's make haste well we're close i know we're close i feel it yes i feel it yes <laughs> Yeah, some sort of, let's go. He's kinda, he kind of like tries to kick the donkey with his peg leg. And just, let's go, let's go. We're almost there. We're almost there. Yes. Well, yes. Did you, do you believe that there are going to be people there? What? No, no, this is abandoned. Of course not. Unless it's the ghost ship of the desert dune himself. <laughs> That's probably, that'd be quite interesting, I think. Yes. Yes. I think it only comes at night. Yes. Do you, you understand? Night, we yes. just saw a man. What do you mean? Of course, we're all, we're all men here, right? I think that's uh, a good point. No. Q&T? It's almost like, like the rock face kind of goes up to the side. Almost like these like craggy rocks just kind of come out of the dunes. I mean, uh-huh. you've seen like rocks and different things as you've been progressing through the desert. But this kind of cliff face comes up. And then there's almost like a little cave opening of just a rough hewn. It, you almost would have missed it if you didn't see him kind of come in and out of it. Okay. Um, but it's just a small opening. It How looks like a cave up it? on the rocks. Uh, at this point, it's just kind of like 100 feet up on the rocks. Is it like above us, out of the river? Yeah, it's, it's maybe like, like you kind of climb like uh, maybe 
20 feet up this dune, and then it's kind of, uh, you know, another 10 feet up. It's just kind of like rough rocks, and then it's like a cave opening. I'll send Grimmer to investigate. Oh, cool. All right, so Grimmer is... Uh, the wind's still still against you at this point. It's still kind of <laughs> blowing into this valley and pelting Grimmer with sand. But as Grimmer goes up, you see... Because, yeah, yeah, you have... It's still well within your uh, sight range. Mm-hmm. 300 feet. Yep. So you kind of go up and... Uh, Grimmer, yeah, Grimmer sees a cave. And Grimmer sees, like, the bald head of this scraggly, white-haired man kind of almost, like, laying down on the ground, like, army crawling towards the edge of the cave. Maybe, and you, like, you see from above this old man trying to, like peek at your party, kind mm-hmm. of up in there on the rocks, and Grimmer flies around. So currently he's just up in the air flying around. Do you want to describe anything else that Grimmer's doing? Yeah, uh, he'll fly closer to the cave. I mean, how big is the cave opening? It's literally like a three foot by five foot, three foot wide, five feet tall opening, and it kind of goes in and past Grimmer's view from out here. And it's dark? It's, it's little flickerings of light inside, little flickers of things beyond. I'll send him in. Can you also hear through Grimmer or just I'm see? I'm going to check here. I was trying to remember. I think it's just see. So I want to see if you pass it for you. I wonder if it, does it look like an Ixian? It does. Like a tan Ixian? Like an old, like an old disheveled, tan, like tan from being out in the desert sun for a long time Ixian. Can see and hear. Can hear too. Wow. <laughs> Okay. 120 yards. So through this weird, like, stereo effect through your, your mind, Yuckle, you hear this sort of weird, like, low humming and occasional laughter. <laughs> and he, like, has to scratch at the sand, and you hear Grimmer as he flies into the cave. This man does, this, does not seem to notice... Uh, uh, Grimmer just, because he seems to be very preoccupied with the party as Grimmer flies over this guy. Um, do you get scents and smells? Or just, it's just sight? Just hear and see. Okay. So as Grimmer goes in, you see this, uh, you kind of come in through maybe a 15-foot long passageway. That's that 3 by 5 opening. And in is now sort of a 30-foot diameter cave opening. In the middle, there's a little hole at the top, and you can see just almost like the embers of a burnt of a previously burnt-out fire and maybe some some um, some uh, hares, rabbits like on a on a spit in the middle, and just kind of like not not torn apart, but almost as they've been like eaten by an animal. As Grimmer sees this, kind of just over this f- just burn out coals of a fire, and just kind of goes around the room, just tattered like skins and other animal hides. Maybe maybe some bedding of sorts, if you can imagine that on the floor. Um, you also uh, let's see. Grimmer also sees uh, a little stone table in the back, and there's like some of those red cactus fruits on it. Uh, some a little stone basin with dirty water. Cactus berries. Uh, cactus fruit, uh, not berries. Oh. No, it's kind of like a chunky. But if the Actually, the fruit can be planted and grown, is it not a berry in some sense? No, by definition. I, wow. <laughs> Bottle cap. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a fair, fair statement. A good, good cactus fruit. Spell modified. Mm-hmm. Also, on the walls of this sort of stone cave, you see like some chalky residue of some sort of primitive drawings. Grimmer thinks... Scribblings of a man. Grimmer slash you, yeah. Think uh, there's sort of like a big... Some kind of like... It uh, looks like like a, a gorilla or an ape guy with these wings coming out of him. You see some kind of Viking longship sailing through the sky with things on it. You see like all these big like ants and an like ant pile and rocks. Um, you see some like uh, what, what looks like skeletal. Uh, you, you think of them as Viking because you're familiar with the cultures. Just very, sort of just enough details to imply that these sort of skeletal Dead creatures are walking Vikings with these horns, uh, these horned helms. Um, I'm narrating all this like I'm in a trance. So wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just like narrating what I see to everyone you else. Say, say that again. You, we see what, figures of skeletal no, no, Yeah, like, like drawings. Like drawings drawings, like drawings of, of these dead, like a couple, like people just like walking Yaka about. Sees it and tells walking you about. about. It. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. So do you also narrate the uh, like little weird... No, I'll keep that to myself. So there's... Unless he says anything... There's a person living up there that... Noon, the moon today, yes, moon. The moon is good, moon, yeah. Rocks, uh, rocks, rocks, yes. Glimmer, Glimmer donkey, is seeing yes, but this man, he donkey. lives in he lives in this small cave, and uh, donkey, he has some crazy scribblings four on the wall, donkey, on the wall, and he's drawing a long donkey. ship, and then undead Vikings, and uh, giant ants, and uh, flying ape men. And uh, he has some fruits on his table, but there's nothing on the table else, like books or anything. Uh, th- there seems to be some um, level two spell scrolls. Level two, <laughs> level two or three spell scrolls. No. <laughs> uh, now that I mean, just some and like some like crude uh, like eating utensils. Maybe maybe there's like a, a a knife that was carved out of a piece of rock that you just kind of just looks like it's ground. Maybe as the writing instrument to carve onto the walls, or there's some chalky substance and like a like a mortar and pestle kind of. In pieces, that Any maybe other still be used. No, it doesn't seem to be now. Sounds like a mine to me. The Ixians have undead do their mining on Scythium. This is an Ixian up there in a cave. He's probably doing some mining. Uh, I, 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 I don't know, Hawker. I don't know if he's doing anything of uh, that <laughs> level of sophistication. Donkey. Three donkey. I think he's he's looking at you. He's looking at us. Ah, donkey. Seven, seventeen, three. Is there any evidence of anyone else in the cave that had lived there? Uh, there seems to be like one bed. Using one bed, like one area that could be a bed. It's not even a bed. It's just like okay, was okay. one pile of Pad. skins and padding. There's stuff no other way out. It's just that, and then there's a little hole, hole. in the top where, like, you imagine, Grimmer would imagine through. that smoke. Yeah, Grimmer would imagine that smoke would come out from that little fire pit in the middle as a. It's kind of just slight barrel vault arch. I'm sorry, just a slight arch. Stone knife's the only weapon. Quasi-weapon, yeah. Yeah. There's no bow or spear or anything. No, it doesn't seem anything else, yeah. A little stone carved knife. Mm. Mm. Um, Is this man of any threat to us? I don't think so, though he is uh, eyeing us up and and making very Mm. disturbing slurping sounds. What what are you you looking at? It's time time to go. We must get to... The the ship is is right ahead, I think. Quiet, Val. I think it's right ahead. Why? What do you mean? Quiet. Quiet. Well, quiet what? It's time to go. I think I have... I the sand? I, I, I mean, the sand is harsh today. Fall. Quiet. I have clues. What do you mean clues? Clues to the ship. What do you mean? Yes, I, I, we don't need clues. There's no time. We must go. That, we must man, go that man in the cave has What's drawn... What's the cave? I slap him. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he has drawn pictures of the of the missing ship. The, 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 the Yimmer's... Yes, I know what it looks like. I've yeah. seen it before. It was time to go. It's got to be right over here. Very close. Doesn't matter. It's time to go. I must go now. This man might know exactly where it is. He starts to like uh, to take the donkey train and just... It's enough. I, I feel it is close. It is close. Yes. Yes. Well, he starts to ride off and kick the donkey and start going to the north. Should we just leave this person be then and just keep Fine. moving? Wall? Donkey. Leave wall? No. I feel like we should stay with the donkey train. Donkey. The donkey train has our water. Donkey, oh, I, yeah, donkey. we're not going to let Walt take all our donkeys. Donkey. I don't know if we have control over this uh, if he's already moving. They're all like tied, like sort of trailed together, like tied together. Keep I an eye on this guy. I think we keep an eye on our rear. I do not feel that good about having this man Does at our back. What happens when, when Walt starts moving out? Seven donkey, eight donkey. How many donkeys are there? I will take the back and keep my eyes peeled in case this person follows us at all. No more donkey. You just you just hear this. The screamer's like flying, kind of just flying. He's just he's actually like he'll like land on the on the bench on the on the table. table. Okay. And look around if there's anything. He kind of just nibbles a cactus fruit real quickly. Yeah. There's any like you get like a good taste sensation. Any scraps of paper or anything on the table? The table doesn't no, no. There's nothing anything on the table. Anything shiny? He'll like fly carefully uh. around looking for anything. <laughs> like just sort of like scratch in the bed <laughs> area. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, scratch as you kind of a grimmer kind of goes over and lands. Again, you hear this. Oh no more, no more donkey. <laughs> then he. There's this weird like shuffling as as Grimmer's looking at the bed. You, you start to hear this like 
reverse shuffle military crawl. Uh, but as Grimmer uh, kind of lands on the bedroll, Grimmer's foot has a little clink clink. There seems to be something like under the bedroll. He tries to get to it. Scratches. Uh, why, why, I'm just going to make you make you roll your test of dexterity or Grimmer's test of dexterity if that's higher. Uh, I think it's so you can nuzzle same. like nuzzle uh, a little something under the the quilt out of the way. Grimmer, Grimmer. I think we had the same dexterity. Fifteen, yeah. Fifteen. Jeez, three out of six. Fifteen, fifteen, fifteen. We both have the same. So I added up, and it's six out of six, right? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Grimmer yeah, success. Grimmer passes. All right, hold on. No more donkey. And then Grimmer kind of nuzzles the quilt out of the way, and Grimmer sees a little scroll case that maybe Grimmer could. He grabs it. Pick up the end of it in his mouth. You hear this little talons? Oh yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. All right, just one. Uh, Grimmer probably doesn't have a strength score. Let's just do one more test of dexterity to see if uh, it's a little awkward because it's it's really rough and bent and disheveled and just rusted and kind of like it's a tube of something, but uh, it's just a little awkward to carry because it's like okay. a little grimy and slippery. Maybe it has some grease on it or something else. Yeah. Too Got it too? Fast. Okay. So Grimmer kind of slips as it's like flying up and just... Oh, more donkey. Ah, burp. Ooh, bird. Nice. <gasps> raven. Ooh. Pretty ray. Pretty raven. No, no, no. No, no. Come back. No. No. Come back. No. <laughs> raven, no. So pretty bird. My, my case. My case. My case. My case. 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 As, it, as it, the voice kind of fades away, as Grimmer flies out of the uh, uh, top. No. Oh yeah, you uh Bring it to me, Grimmer. <laughs> Grimmer flies back to you with this little case. And it falls into your out of Grimmer's hands in this greasy little slime of some sort of like you know maybe uh if you can only imagine as someone who eats with their hands fondling this case and the leftovers of such <laughs> such things. But yeah. Seems about right. That right? Yep. So yeah, as you, as you guys uh, continue on, Vol is taking off, and he's just beelining to the north uh, with this donkey train. Uh, you guys are maybe about... Can I open up the case and look? Yeah. How far away from this uh, cave area would you guys think you are by, by the time you get the case from Grimmer? I know. I can walk faster than them, so I should be able to catch up to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you can get the donkeys. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm but, a speed I'm just saying, well, what do you got? What, what, when, do you, when does Grimmer kind of land at you? Uh, I mean, soon, case? I mean... It's within a r- within minutes, I think. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm sort of saying like to you, like how far do you guys are? You think you're from the cave right now? A couple hundred feet? Yeah, I would think three, four hundred feet. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. All right, three hundred feet. Uh, yeah, you get this little case. Uh, it has. It's just. It's a little disintegrated. It's almost like broken. It's, it's like it's like bent, like in the middle. Uh, but yeah, it seems to have a normal top on it. You could just kind of twist off. I do so. Thunk. Uh You see these sort of uh, three pieces of parchment. They're sort of inked. Uh, you would know. Uh, actually, what languages do you speak again, Yoko? Old Norse and Common, but I'm learning. Ooh, maybe, maybe Atlantean. So, so you see a language that you don't understand as these runes, as the main body of text of this document. But around it, sort of pointing to things and scribbled kind of between lines and off in the margins of these pieces of paper, you see in the common tongue various notes made in charcoal whereas the uh, sort of inked runes of some other language you're not 100% familiar with, Yoko, uh, are in the main body of the uh, document. And what you see are these things. Let me see if I can... Hand uh, out. Hand out. See if I can load this up for Mr. James Wiley as well. I think I have this up here. Mm -hmm. So I gather from your description, Yoko, that this man was not 100% of sound mind. Well, I don't know. Not much worse off than, than Wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know how Wall makes these sorts of weird sounds and mutters to himself about things? His mind was quite similar. Well, I want you to give everybody the physical player handouts. Because, mm. you know, 
These are here. So James, you can probably see that on screen now, I think. I'm not sure if the left edge is getting cut off or not for you. So mm -hmm. you see fancy paper hands. Some handouts. scroll some scroll like some rough work on the sides. Twelve entries. Over the sort of the over the three sheets of paper, there's sort of uh, four little like journal entries per paper. Entry one. Should one of us? I mean, you feel free. Read it up. Yeah, Yuckle's uh, got him in his hand right now, looking at all these sort of marks around it here. Wait for me. Wait, everyone. I I got something. Entry number one. Look at these papers that I found. I think this old man was crazy, but. Maybe one day he, uh, before he went crazy, he was able to write some interesting notes. And you said this was in common. Yeah. So, so there's some there's like main text that's in a language. Actually, sorry. What languages do you speak again? I speak Hyperborean, Common, and Old Norse. Okay. And then Sigurd, just Old Norse and Common, at the moment. <laughs> Does um, where what was the last thing we found that was in Atlantean? Atlantean. What so was that it? was uh, some documents as well in a little chest that talked about um. Where was the chest? The chest was in the sand, which is actually the episode that you missed. Oh. Uh, but we knew it was Atlantean somehow? Atlantean language, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we can Volnu recognize is, it. Volnu is Atlantean language, but you didn't actually know what was written on it. It's not, as Admin described to you, what was written on it because no one can read Atlantean. But, okay. Does this, is this the same language? No. This okay. is a different, the different language. A different language that we can't read. D another language, yeah. Different okay. language you can't read. Uh, some of this stuff seems familiar. Oh, uh, Hawker, look here. I think you might have been right. Uh, this man has seemed to have written things about the mine. Uh, oh, wait. It's mine. No, return to the mine. Uh, yes, and he was Ixian, I believe. Yeah, maybe. No, there was an Ixian sorcerer. Sartanos. Green diamonds. Yes. Flying apes. Viking ships. Well, this is very long ago, though. Mm. When, how long ago did the Vikings go to find the green diamond mine? Uh, if you remember from the first story, <laughs> episode one, let me check that. This guy has been along a alive a very long time. I don't think it's the same person. Why not? He says, uh, my hair has fallen out, and then uh, he's going crazy. Yes, but... And he the saw the river dry up. Immersed serpent, uh, that that legend is is very old, right? Well, that's what I'm asking Wall, 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 Wall right now. Wall is, Wall is checking with his... Wall is looking through the documents. With his, <laughs> Wall is <laughs> checking with his deity. Checking. I'm looking over... I'm trying to look over the shoulder to read this. <laughs> Sounds good, yeah. yeah. Is it? Um, gives many of my fellow former slaves, not me, blood and death have followed thievery and accusations all over the diamonds. Now our divine deity wants our green diamonds back, but not all obey him. He slays those who disobey, but some of us can't bear to part with our gems. I hid mine. Do I know anything about flying apes? Any uh, lore, history, gods? N uh, gods? No, I mean, a lot of things have been wing winged. And God's tales, but, but nothing really. Thaxos, the great and powerful. Anything about him? Ever heard of him before? Thaxos. 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 No, the name does not not ring a bell. Okay. So thirty years ago, you know that a group of people went to um look for the green diamond ship. These these are some of the rumors you heard on. Um, the ship as you guys were sailing around from, you know, but, but you know, in about between Cape Colencia and things like that. 30 years ago, a group went to go look for it, um, but they were, you know, uh, upon their return, you know, greed overcame this survivor. This man was later captured, robbed, killed. Um, some guy died in Cremarium was what one of the rumors said. Um, the other, I think the, the, sh the original Sigtrig Forkbeard's journey up the river was pre-Green Death. No, you know, it was still following. It was followed the Green Death, the age following the Green Death, during the Dark Age. Blah blah blah. Details you're not supposed to know yet. Blah blah blah. Crew, es crew escaped Green Death. This is. Uh, if you read this, this is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to entry number Four six. Four more years. Blah blah blah. 
Ah, I think they were worshipping the ape. More die. My cousin wanted my green diamond, but I would not give it up. He said he would give it to the Divine One, but why should I surrender my stone to a hairy ape? It is too precious to me. It makes me see clearly. I was forced to slit my cousin's throat. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then the next one is when the Vikings come. I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you kind of remember that the, the, the original Sigtrig stumbling upon this thing was a, f- a few to a couple hundred years ago, a couple to a few hundred years ago. It's a little unclear exactly the timing. Hmm. It's certainly after the Green Death. Um, it's before you got here. It's at least more than 30 years ago. But you feel like the legend's been around long enough where... Wasn't at least 100 years, maybe more? Maybe the, maybe the green diamonds extend life. I, do we think that this is what our friend Vol is after? Yeah, yeah, he's after the green diamonds. And yeah. do we Since think he is mad as this fellow? Well, I think he will go mad if he isn't already mad. He's pretty mad. I am Certainly he seems obsessive about green diamonds and it appears we we now have at least two instances between the amphora and these scrawlings that exposure to green diamonds makes one obsessive about green diamonds Hmm. i am worried about about our yellow clovers or Blue clouds. <laughs> no, no, just green diamonds. <laughs> um, as you guys kind of ponder this, Hawker, what are you doing? Is there like reading? Are you just kind of listening to these things? Or? Sorry, since I was away for a minute, I'm not yeah. sure where did we get this? Is this, is, is, is this on one of the scrolls that, that uh, Grimmer brought down from the cave? Yes, yeah, these exactly. are, This is the man was hiding these in his, in his uh, hovel. In the really? cave and the uh, glimmer. Wow, I'm so glad you found these. So, I, I, as 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 Frocky was like reading it out loud, it, it, it to it, like among us, he was also reading it out loud, like in practice. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so yeah. I'm 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 not like reading it per se, but I'm I'm listening intently. Mm-hmm. Can can you read, Hawker? I'm listening intently. (laughs) (laughs) Do do Uh, you recognize this strange language? We're trying to find someone who understands it. Do you understand this one, Hawker? What what languages do you speak, Hawker? (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't be embarrassed. It's okay. Okay, so yeah, you do not not, uh, speak this particular language of the runes, but you do understand the common... Like, you see the common notes... Basically, there's there's a, a runic language on these uh, pieces of parchment that's kind of like nicely nicely written in the middle, and then there's all these scratch like charcoal notes in the common language around and like pointing to some of the runes and the entries. And the common language are these sort of scribbled entries that you're seeing on your player handout, so you can read that common language. Uh, yeah, it's fine, James. Yeah, uh, so yeah, you're you you can see the common like they can, but not the uh, main language itself. You're not sure. Right. Really need to comprehend languages right now. I know, no one got that one. Never <laughs> wanted that more. <laughs> so many languages. So in the, the, world. the the the, langu- the part that we can't understand is the illegible scribbles at the end. No, no, no. It's, no. The, it's the fancy inked section. There's like a nice ink written part that we can't understand, and the, what we can read are these uh, ravings and charcoal on the sides. But so we think that the the, the runes are the, this is our, a magic scroll, no? No, I don't know if it's magic. I would never, I would be able to read it if it was magic. Ah. I believe it is just uh, Yoko. You think like there's some arrows that you see. You almost think like it's someone translating the the written the inked language into these charcoal words on the sides. Oh, as you're kind of looking at it. Oh, so maybe you are right, uh, Sigurd. Maybe the the man we find up there is not. The man who wrote the original, but he translated it. Uh, he, I, from what you described, though, he he, uh, he seemed like he was not all there. Oh no, he's definitely crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been there a while. I mean, he seems very excited about the donkeys. 
I don't know if this... I mean, if you were in a cave for that long, maybe donkeys would excite you too. But, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I think there's a real question to ask about how he got there, but I suppose we've moved on. Um, I mean, either he, he found a cave and this guy already lived there and he translated it, or he is this guy and the cave is where he is. I do not know. I, I, you know, I am not sure that this is the important thing. I think that the important thing is that uh, we need to be f- ca- very careful with our friend Vol. When he gets these diamonds, I am not so sure he will be such a friendly fellow. Listen to this one. The, the cave is good, but it is lonely here. I am alive. I am stronger than a river. The river was eaten by the storm, but I live. None of the other slaves ever leave the mine now. In fact, the sand has buried the entrance shaft. Sometimes I hear them howling down there. So I think the mine that we're looking for may be close by, but this entrance will be buried by sand, and Wall is just going to wander around with his stick. Are you guys coming? This is this way. We are very close. Wall yells you have from like any 500, interest. like 100, 300 yards away as he's with the donkey train way up. Th- you see him on top of a sand dune perched with all these donkeys kind of illuminated as the, uh, as you approach the uh, sort of early so we, afternoon. Well, we, should we, not, we need to catch the donkeys. I'm going to catch up to Wall. Yeah. We, and we should not leave him that far ahead and, of uh, us given the I'm fact ask him that if he knows yeah. decipher language there are dangerous things here. Oh. Alright, the next time. He literally is keeping going. He says, Oh, it's a cipher language? Yes, it's a first level spell for your type He as seems well. very distracted at the moment as you're talking to him. And he's like, oh, I, did, I mean, I think uh, I was surprised to scroll somewhere on the ship. I had, uh, did we didn't go over that one. I, you see him like, like he's talking to you, but looking to the north. And just the rod is like, he's just got in his hand. You feel like he's trying to perspire a little bit in the. In, the, in this uh, particular situation, I think it's a, we're very close. Yes, yes. Um, we can talk about that more back at, back at the, at yes, the, at no, the ship. Uh, I, I, I agree. I why do we need that right now? Well, uh, while I agree that we're very close, and I have a piece of paper in my hand that tells us that we're very close. If you would stop for a minute and pay attention, I do. I do not know what decipher language is off the top of my head. I'm sorry. It's not in my book. We talked about that over our journey. I thought you would remember such things. It's really time to go. Let's go. Let's go right now. The man in the cave that you did not see. What? Oh, this is unimportant. It's time I hold to go. the paper. I hold the papers in front of his face, and I show him the entry. The entries about the mines with green diamonds on it. Of course, great. This is where we want to go. Uh, where'd you find this Eskimo do- Eskimo tongue document? You can read this. I can say I know it's Eskimo, of course, by the by the character type and the things. I don't. I don't know the language. So I'm sorry. Eskimo. Oh. If only Salork Satek was here. I know. (laughs) 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 You had to have a full party of Vikings. (laughs) Well, I think we're very close. Be gone. Yes, yes, yes. I think. The entrance. An hour or so, perhaps. One more hour, I think. Sigurd doesn't say anything about his once erstwhile uh, Eskimo companion. (laughs) 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 If only he could remember. (laughs) It was another life. (laughs) <laughs> One might say. <laughs> si- uh, what, what details Sigurd remembers are very uh, like self-centered details. I was in this like encounter, you know. Yeah. I I must have had companions, but um, there might have been one that took off his shirt a lot. Like I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Not whole, but you don't remember that totally badass Eskimo warlock <laughs> you used to hang out with. Nickname Sally, Salark, Salark, Pack, Tark, Talk, something. I I remember feeling lots of animosity towards. Oh God, what was his name? He had he had like tooth in his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a general feeling of like. Hatred. <laughs> Over the next hour or so, Vol kind of picks up the pace even more, and then the wind shifts and actually is blowing with you for the next hour. Oh, yes. This is a good sign that the wind is with us. We get there very, very, very quickly. We must be very, very, very close at this point, I think. Very close at this point. And about after the next hour, you guys, it's about late afternoon kind of you're kind of come out of this valley you're coming up from the dunes 
and just out of the top, it's like far end of your vision, this cloudy day, the sand still buffeting your face the whole time you're getting here, you see the like what you can only be described as the mast of a ship sticking out of the sand up on top of this dune about, nah. about a quarter of a mile away from you. <gasps> Friend Volkhorn. Yes. <laughs> Sigtrig Volkbeard's ship. A mere serpent awaits. Come, my friends, come. There's much work to be done. Much, much work to be done today, I think. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think we're going to end it right there. Join us next week as our adventurers figure out what lies beneath Amir's serpent. In the meantime, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at ZGS Podcast, or check out our website at ZephyrGamingStudios.com. If you didn't see it this week, check out uh, Northwind Adventures' uh, social media pages, also for some links to their Kickstarter page for the upcoming launch of Hyperborea 3rd Edition. So we're all excited about that. Tons more content, monsters, treasure... Uh, and all the good stuff you've grown to love with and expect from uh, these Northwind Adventures products. Uh, this seems like it's going to be an updated uh, two-volume set, kind of going back to the first edition, uh, where you have a separate uh, player's guide and player's rules, combat, things like that, and then a separate uh, referee's guide, treasure, uh, monster manual, etc. So definitely check that out. I'm excited. I know our group's excited about it. Um, and definitely check out the forums if you want to get some more sneak peeks about uh, some of the changes and updates and uh, refinements uh, you can expect in 3rd edition Hyperborea. And remember, always carry with you a little fire, blood, and steel. Until next time. It's the black that reflects the sun, right?